are talking about thrift schooling. <laughs> Hashtag thrift schooling. Have you heard of thrift schooling before? Um, so, I don't know if we made this up or, or, or anything, but you go to the thrift store and you find things for school. Yes. We... I mean, I'm going to say we made it up, but I'm sure there's plenty of other people who call it that. <laughs> yeah. We're just hashtagging it a lot because it's super important to us. We buy a lot of our supplies on a discount at the thrift store. And we just have fun thrift schooling anyway. Yeah, that is fun. So, um, so we want to talk about some of the things that we've found at thrift stores and um, what you might want to keep your eye out for and maybe a little bit about the cost of our homeschooling and how to save some bucks here and there. So along with thrift schooling, obviously we're talking about how much does it cost for your families to homeschool. It doesn't have to cost a lot. Um, I think we get a little bit wowed by all of the things that go on in traditional school all of the equipment and things that they have. But you have to remember that if you have your children, you're ha you have quite a few less children than what is in public school or a traditional school setting. You don't need all the things. Um, so for our family, we do uh, set math and reading curriculum. So I will go ahead and um, go ahead and buy those. Um, and I think our math is, like a hundred bucks or or so and reading can can be in a hundred bucks or a few bucks so i mean i guess for curriculum we could probably in my homeschool school spend between one to three hundred dollars a year and then everything else that we add into that is extra so those are optional for us tell me your core Curriculums, the important must-haves, yes. cost you about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Budgeting for our family, we're on like a very strict homeschool budget. I try to budget no more than two hundred dollars a year, mm -hmm. and that is actually very little for a homeschool. When you think yeah. of the cost of homeschooling, people can do it for absolutely nothing. Which our first year we homeschooled, we did completely free curriculum. Mm -hmm. We spent mm -hmm. no money because we did not have it, and yeah. so it's possible to homeschool for zero dollars. And I'm talking about curriculum, not papers, pencils, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Just the curriculum you use. Yeah. This year we are spending, I'm going to say about $75 is where we're at mm -hmm. for right now. Um, we use Easy Peasy All-in-One Homeschool for Language Arts and Math, and that cuts out our costs for the two biggest curriculums. And since I lost yeah. my job this year with being injured, it was necessary to be very wise in how we choose our curriculum. So yeah, we're about $75 in, and that was with getting our cursive workbooks for language arts. Mm -hmm. And that $75 really wasn't curriculum. That really was just our pens, pencils, paper, printer, ink. Um, and so that would be all-inclusive for us, but we chose to go with a free core curriculum this year and since we already owned our curriculum from classical conversations mm -hmm. that we're using for history science and art we didn't have an additional fee in that and so we were able to really scale back keep it as cheap as possible and i know for some families that really is a necessity because many of us don't have an excess that yeah. we can give to homeschooling and in that 75 dollars I would say probably 50% of those things came from a thrift store or things people were giving away for yeah, free. That's where the thrift, thrift schooling comes in. Um, yeah, and also keep in mind, 
what when I buy my curriculum, I have bought it brand new in the past, but you don't always have to buy brand new curriculum. There are many Facebook groups where people yes. are getting rid of their teacher's editions or maybe a curriculum that didn't work for them. So you can get connected with the Facebook Marketplace. You can go to, um, maybe there's a store near you that's got consignments or anything. Um, I don't know if there's one near us, but there are different educational stores. And you can look for discounts and things. And honestly, if you know if your, your community around your area has a great homeschooling community, check out those thrift stores. Um, because I know the, the thrift store that we go to often, there is a good homeschooling community there. And I've been able to find some curriculum, some, some full curriculum books, whether it's science or writing or reading, um, at the thrift store. If you're watching the video portion of this podcast, you're going to see behind us some of the things that we've gotten um, at the thrift store. That's everything that is behind us. And I'll describe it for those of you who are just listening. I was able to find molecule sets where the kids can build molecules very cheaply. We got flashcards that show each part of the body broken down with an anatomy card that explains exactly what it is to them. We've found workbooks for writing cursive handbooks, math. I found full Saxon math grade three curriculum at the thrift store with all the worksheets never filled out and we were able to just photocopy that if we were going to use it. We actually ended up passing it along <laughs> uh, because it wasn't a good fit for us. But we're the Saxon math users, so I said, I'll take that if you're not going to use it. <laughs> I'm not going to play you boring. <laughs> But it's just a little too boring it's, for it's us. It's well known. Saxon is no frills and frills. It's just straight up math and some it kids drills it into the kids. Yeah, yeah. Mine so. are a little bit more like they like some excitement behind the word problems yeah. or they like a little detail on the page that gets yeah. them excited. Yes. So that Absolutely. was some of the things. And then beyond just curriculum that you can find at the thrift store, living books galore. Yes. Every type of book yes. you can think of. I'll be honest, in, in college when I went through our language acquisition um, and children's literature classes, my, my teachers told us, don't buy children's books brand new. Go to the thrift store, go to garage sales, go to secondhand stores, consignment stores. You can find a ton of books and they're so much cheaper yes. than if you buy them brand new. A brand new picture book can be upwards towards 20 bucks a book, but you can get a whole stack of books for 20 bucks at the thrift store. Okay, so some of the books that we found this year have been incredible. I never knew prior to this year <laughs> that you could find all types of books. I just assumed that thrift stores had old books that nobody wanted anymore or old romance novels or horror books. I didn't know that you could find curriculum and great novels for your children there, living books. I have found pop-up books that show the full anatomy of spiders and bugs for my children. We have found literature that helps us understand the Bible better on a kid's level. History books that are told through the eyes of someone's life. We've also found series upon series of books like Magic Treehouse and the Cupcake Diaries, Tinkerbells, things that my kids also like that are fun and entertaining as you would call them. 
So not only can you find some great curriculums and some books, but there are also other things that you can do outside of the thrift store to kind of save yourself a few bucks. Um, you can go ahead and laminate everything. So you can use dry erase markers on it, erase it and use it again. I've also actually laminated from my kids cursive handwriting book, the front page that has all of the alphabet on there so that they can go and trace it and then erase it and write over it again. Laminating is really a great way to extend the life of your homeschool supplies, especially for those of us who have multiple children in our homeschool. We like to print resources we find on the internet that are free and of course okay for you to print. And we go ahead and laminate those so that we can use them for years to come, like the alphabet or numbers, also sometimes like the anatomy of the body, the solar system. We have all those things printed out and laminated and I've had them for like four years and they still look brand new because they are not getting crinkled and damaged. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and if laminating isn't an option for you, um, laminators, you can pick them up quite cheaply. There's some on Amazon for about 20 bucks. You can go ahead and buy just some um, pockets to put them in, run them through your laminator. But if that's not an option for you, you can always pick up what are called shop tickets. And it's basically a pouch that is a plastic clear see-through pouch that you put your paper in. You can write on it with dry erase markers and wipe it off and use any piece of paper multiple times. I was able to find my laminator for $12 from Amazon during their Black Friday week-long sale and they have the Amazon basic brand laminating sheets. It's a pack of 100 for $10 and it really lasts forever. I've had that same pack for three years and we are not even close to using all of those sheets. Yeah, the laminating really does um, extend the life of all of your materials, but if laminating or shop tickets don't work, just go pick up some of those page protectors that you put into binders. Put, put your uh, paper in there and you can dry erase on those as well. So there's a lot of great ways to turn your curriculum into dry erase material so that you can use them over and over. So if you look online, you can Google free homeschool curriculum and this may be a help to some of you even those of you who have a bigger budget you may not want to spend the money on that and so there are lots of options out there to keep your costs very very low and sometimes by keeping your curriculum costs low you're able to spend money on more fun items which is where I like to put the rest of our budgets field trips better art supplies um, high quality paint brushes, but even those on Amazon, which I know not everybody loves to shop Amazon, and that's okay. But I have gotten very good quality paint brushes and a pack of 10 for $3.99. And I've also been able to get great watercolor paints on there at a discount. The Dollar Tree is also a wonderful non-thrift store option to look for crafting supplies and even for workbooks for your children. You can also check your regular stores throughout the year. They will clearance things out after the back to school sales. Check those clearance aisles because you will find things there that you just saw and are like, man, I really like that, but I don't really love the price. It's always okay to wait and look later because sometimes you'll find a better option. And in that also, you were talking about Facebook Marketplace. There are sometimes homeschool groups for your community that are strictly dedicated to reselling curriculum. Also, another thing that you could do is if you have kind of a plan, if you're a planner and you know what you're going to do in years to come, 
look for curriculums and materials on sale and buy ahead of time so that you have those things stored away and you can pull them out when you need them later. That's a great tip because some of the things we find at the thrift stores even like, oh, we don't need this now, but then I go, if I buy it now for $2 instead of having to pay 90 when the time comes, I save myself a lot of money. Yeah, so if, if you're a planner and if that's an option for you to plan those things out, you can go ahead and take that into account and look for materials that you're going to need in the future. Yes, that would definitely be... It probably actually the number one money saving tip because when you're thinking ahead you kind of save yourself years and years to come and also for your children don't get rid of curriculum when you're finished with it if it worked for you save it for the next child and reuse it and if it does allow you to photocopy and allow you to print that out so that way your book is saved without being written in that's a great way to do it um for my kids, we essentially reuse all curriculum. I kind of buy it once and it sticks around yeah. forever with the exception of handwriting books. It's the only thing I kind of let them just have and do whatever they want with. Yeah, yeah. those consumable uh, materials are a little bit harder to kind of reuse unless you do the laminating route. Uh, but a lot of the curriculums, even if you use up the student book, the teacher book is still reusable and sometimes you might just have to order another student book um, to do it with another child, but um, I remember growing up being homeschooled and a lot of times we did not write in our books. We would write on a separate piece of paper, so you would just buy a notebook for that subject um, and then that book can be passed on to the younger sibling or another classmate if you want to do it that way. Yes, and you can always um, price compare things like notebooks. So if you're going to save your curriculum to use with every child, something that I've learned personally this year is I'm a Dollar Tree lover. Like I'm always like, the Dollar Tree's got the best deals. Check the Dollar Tree out. But then when we were shopping for supplies for our homeschool community, I was like, wait a minute, Walmart has notebooks for 37 cents and I'm over here paying a dollar. Like I'm losing 63 cents. <laughs> And that may not sound like much, but over time, it really does add up and yeah. increase your savings that you can spend on those better quality things that you want. Yeah. And I just want to add a little note here about Walmart. I don't know how all Walmarts are, but ours, the books, the materials are never in the right spot. So it might never. have a price tag on it, but use the app to scan the barcode and it will tell you what the real price is. I've found... Um, glue bottles for 25 cents and I've found folders for 10 cents and I've found notebooks for 35 cents or 50 cents. So go ahead and scan those Walmart barcodes to make sure that you know you're getting the right price. Yeah, and that applies kind of to like any store that you go to. Most of them have an app that you can download and you can scan your material. And I'm if I'm not sure if it's in the right place or if I can't match the SKU up, I always scan it to make sure I'm not going to have like some shock factor when I get to the register. I'm like, oh no, this was really $11 and it said two. Um, it's a great way to just ensure that you're sticking to your budget. And I definitely appreciate those apps being a help in those times. And Sometimes with Walmart, you will find unmarked clearance. So it'll say 55 cents and then you scan it and it's 11 cents. And so you may be able to even stock up on more items by doing that. Yeah, so definitely pay attention to the prices. Also pay attention, some states, I don't know what states you're in, some of them have tax-free weekends so that you can go out and do some shopping on those weekends and not get hit with those taxes. Um, and they're all 
are also lots of sales around school time for teachers um, and educators. So I don't, I don't know what different states' policies are, but if you can get a teacher ID or something, you can usually get some kind of a discount on materials. So uh, we've talked a lot about some really great options to keep things um, a little bit cheaper, keep them in your budget range, um, and I think a lot of it really comes down to realizing that you don't need all the things to homeschool, and you don't need your homeschool to look like public school. They have so many kids in a classroom, and they need more materials, but at home, you really don't. There's a lot of great um, just real life experiences that you can give them with what you already have. Um, so don't feel like you have to go out and buy everything. Kind of weigh out what are your needs and what are your wants. Absolutely. Need versus want is something that we as humans just battle in our everyday life, but in our homeschool it's definitely important to define the curriculums that we need because they are the core of what our children must learn. And then everything else is a, a want and it's just adding to your homeschool. It's not a necessity, it just enriches it. And you can do those on a budget as well. So consider what's important to you and don't compare your homeschool to anybody else's because we're all going to look very different. Some of us have our sticks in the glitter as we say <laughs> and others have our sticks in the sand meaning that some of us are very simple and we like to keep it clean and straightforward and others of us love the sparkle and dazzle and shine of the elaborate fun things. And either way is okay and small budget or large budget your homeschooling your children can be a great blessing no matter what way it goes. Yeah, so I hope this has given you some really great tips and ideas on kind of keeping things simple. Make sure you go and check out your local thrift store because we love the term thrift schooling. So hopefully this has been a blessing to your family because it's been a blessing to ours. Definitely. Well, we thank you guys so much for watching. Please don't forget to subscribe, and if you like this video, give it a thumbs up, and we will see you next time. Homeschooling also is a lot cheaper if you don't